the same time. Hey, hey, welcome to the Motion Show. It is the Christmas episode. It is episode 50, and I couldn't be more excited to have Brianna Bowers and Brandy Lucas. Hello, hello. (laughs) Live from my bedroom. Uh, Just chilling, hanging out, lamping after all the Christmas uh, escapades have been done and over with now we're just kind of lamping and relaxing for those who don't know what lamping means it means we're fucking chilling okay i I needed to know that definition (laughs) okay so even you didn't know that i appreciate that you didn't know what that was because gooch was the one who introduced me to that terminology (laughs) we were talking as some urban slang i don't even know what i think you said lamping in the cut and i was like lamping in the cut what the hell are you is this gonna pick it up yeah it's picking it up oh all right it's a condenser mic nice I dig it. Yep. He's all bougie like that. Yeah, that's why I like this microphone. It's uh, It picks up the whole room. Yeah. But it's anyway, really nice. so I had to have be explained about what lamping in the cut was. So, But, but now I know we lamping in the cut. So this right here this is the cut. <laughs> okay. You know? And we lamping. And we lamping in it. So we're just having a good time. I'm sipping a little moonshine. Um, smoke, no, you, smoking a little. You're sipping on a little moonshine. Uh, so I mean, I'm sipping. Did I say we? And it's not a little. Gooch is sipping on moonshine. I'm Bree's s- sipping on Dr. Pepper. <laughs> As always. <laughs> and Brandy's sipping on water because she's driving tonight. Yep. But we're super excited <laughs> that she came down and high five. Here, let's hear it. It's, that wasn't loud enough. There we go. (laughs) Got to hear the high five on on the microphone. Um, We just added that sound. (laughs) (laughs) We just edit that later, but I don't do edits. We keep it real, real, real rap raw, (laughs) real rap raw. Keep it really real. Yeah. So I loved your uh, your latest episode of Going to Hell. So shout out to Brandy's (laughs) podcast and sound out. Shout out to. Brie, who just started her own podcast called What the Beep. Nice. Yes. And, uh, so <laughs> I decided to venture into the, the podcast world, and it's pretty fun. Hey, dip your toe in. The water's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just try it. You know, hey, just try it, you know? Oh, God. Should we tell the backstory of that? Yeah. Oh, man. I sure, do it. Okay. It's crazy. Well, it's kind of like rehashing another podcast story, but fuck it. This is the... podcast inception right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so on the Tom Segura podcast show... Um, the, he's a stand-up comedian, and they show a lot of internet clips. Him and his wife. Okay, it's pretty and, much what his podcast is composed of: is yeah, making fun of and, and dissecting crazy. funny. They videos. find the most insane clips. It sounds like the Fogel Nest Files when I used to listen to it. Exactly. Back in the day. I okay. know exactly. Do you know what that podcast? Yep, yep. Okay. I know exactly. What Shout you're talking out to about. Jake Fogel Nest. <laughs> I know exactly. I love his podcast. So. <laughs> There's this guy on there, and he comes on, and he's dead serious, and he's got like an ad, a video ad, and he's telling people, he's talking and saying, I want you to fuck me, I want you to come over and be my roommate, rent free, you get food free, but all you have to do is fuck me, fuck me whenever I want to be fucked, and I want big black guys, I want, I'm looking for prison guys, I'm looking for like, like prison rape scenarios. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. So I was like, do you think he's serious? And he is completely serious. Right, yeah, and he's going off about this, and we're just like, what is happening right now? What is happening right now? And... I don't know why, why we started telling the story about this. Because I said, so his main thing he keeps saying right. is, 
Just try it. Come on. Oh, that's just where just try, try it. comes from. So he's like, yeah, come over, come over, just try it. You fuck me in the ass and do it. That I do this about it. You just try it. Come on, you're gonna love it. That that. And he's going on on. So and now, so now, now just say, try it. Is hey, just try it. You know. Yeah, come just on, try. just try it. <laughs> yeah, just try it. So yeah, now yeah. we'll just say about anything. Come on, just try yeah. it. We like to have inside jokes because life gets boring sometimes. And my cat is crawling all over me. So if you hear the microphone shifting, that's what that is. As usual, pretty much happens every episode. <laughs> she joins in, but. Um, yeah, I love, uh, I love having inside jokes because life gets so boring sometimes and you'll be out places and it's just like, you want to say something like, Hey, you know, just try it, just try it. And, uh, no one knows what the hell you're talking about, yeah. but you know, your people, <laughs> but you and know, you're dying and it's super gross and perverted and cynical. And, <laughs> I go to dark places, but you're dark. I am dark. <laughs> you're dark. So, um, where does your darkness come from? You think? You're like cynical because we all have kind of like a really cynical. I know where mine comes from, and it's from a place of like suffering and pain. I know hers comes from a plain, paid place of suffering and pain yeah, and dealing with heavy stuff. Yeah. Do you think I'm yours sure comes all from of that? ours does in some way? Yeah, is but, that what you think? Yeah, my dad also has a pretty dark and cynical humor that okay. I probably adopted. Okay. My mom does as well. Yeah. And I'm highly influenced by my mom. So, and I find our personalities to be really similar. So, I probably just adopted her humor and was like, yeah, that's funny. You know, like, yeah, it's, just, it's incredibly inappropriate. Yeah. I, I was going to say, and, I was going to repeat whatever part jokes, of me. Yeah. And I was like, actually, I can't <laughs> say that. That's not right. Well, that's, that's why I was asking the question because it just kind of like popped into my head. Like, why some people aren't like that and why some people are and I Oh totally... my humor I feel like doesn't go over well in a right. lot of like situations. So, yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> I'm like, it's actually oh, my litmus test yes. because some people love it and then some people are like no. Not yeah. At all. yeah, it's not like nervous it's like, laugh. Yeah. That's usually what I get is like, like <laughs> if I if I if I can't say motherfucker in front of you, like I don't know if you're a narc or not. Like, yeah, I don't know if I trust you. I love that. You know, I just don't know if I can trust you if I can't say motherfucker in front of you. Yeah, I like definitely said like motherfucker or like dick bag in front of my grandma today when I was driving wow. on the way to <laughs> you're like wow. <laughs> and i was like grandma i'm sorry for my french i'm just this driver (laughs) yep well she's like i do it too i'm like i do it it. too (laughs) i'd like to see that (laughs) i'm a pretty aggressive driver i try not to be but i gotta take a pause while i sip this moonshine important things people we used to obviously we um didn't curse in front of my mom and so my and my brothers were young and um we would come up with, like, other words instead of profanity. Yeah, there's time uh, and place. I'm totally all about time and place. I get time and place. But we I would be it. really creative with ours. We're maybe just really stupid because we'd be like, you bag of Doritos. Or, like... <laughs> <laughs> you dirty bag of Doritos. Yeah, or we'd be like, you son of a burrito. We just, wow. we, our, we were, That's we were actually creative. pretty genius. Yeah. Like but the, we would actually start to enjoy them more than the curse yeah, words. Yeah, like the It was really fun. And we're like, you... Rice crispy treat. <laughs> so I had a lot of fun with that. So what? So what were we talking about? Twitter that we wanted to talk about. Oh just yeah. How much we love Twitter because it's just a place to dump garbage, as yeah. you can tell from like you know our president and uh, just other people who, <laughs> uh, decide to go on there and just tweet a hundred times a day, whatever the fuck they're thinking. Our president sets a great example yeah. for us of what Twitter is, is all about. He say, he does. He uses Twitter 
exactly for what Twitter's for. I got to give him credit for that. He yes. just, you know, random, yeah. random, just garbage thoughts. And all celebrities that just send garbage thoughts are the ones that are using it correctly. Yes, yeah. that's what it's really for. It's just those one-liners during the day. Yeah, those one-liners you can't really say out loud, but well, you know. <laughs> tweet them. Yeah. What's amazing to me about Twitter because I've had Twitter for a while, but I just recently. In the last like two or three years, I started using it a lot. And what got me started using it was I would watch the Sixers game and they had a show on afterwards called Sixers Outsiders where they were very interactive in reading the tweets. Uh, so I got in on day one and there's this beautiful, awesome, like super kind uh, woman named Crystal Rich. Shout out to Crystal Rich. Super great reporter. Um, she's just a badass. And she, like I started like really interacting with her, and we we kind of like came up with a couple of, like inside uh, slang things that like we'll hashtag to each other, and we, and we only hashtag them to each other. So like it's really a cool way to connect with you know like the people you see on TV yeah. doing commentary for the games and stuff, and so it just feels more interactive and makes you like. And this was back when I was single, so <laughs> I was watching like you know, 60 basketball games in a season because it would just be <laughs> me and my cat, like, watching the games. But now it's, like, I'm noticing, like, when I tweet to people and I, you know, talk to people, they like it or they reach back and and shout out. And it's, no. like, it's crazy because yeah. it's a place to just throw your random thoughts, but also it's actually very accessible to people you might not think you would really be able yeah. to reach or, like, I'll just try and tweet them, and all of a sudden, who did you tw- who did you tweet okay, about? This-, this is a hilarious story, so read this tweet. <laughs> I can find it. Um, I can tell a story while you find it. Okay, okay go, go for it. Um, I've been on Twitter since 2009, so like I've got 10 years under my belt. But uh, when I was home at my parents once, I went down. They are hoarders to the extent. Like, <laughs> nice. there is like... A whole staples on like two shelves or like a whole shelving unit like in the basement and I just remember going down there one time and there were no highlighters out of everything that's <laughs> on these fucking shelves no highlighters so I tweeted staples I'm like my parents basement is basically a staples and the only thing not in it is highlighters <laughs> and they're like DM us. <laughs> they sent me highlighters. No yeah. It's so crazy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and this was a while ago, like before, yeah. like getting oh, okay. super interactive on behalf of companies was like right. a thing. That's this crazy. is yeah. So I guess pretty rad. Seriously, shrinks the yeah. world. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, that kind of segues perfectly into my story, which <laughs> yeah. is I found the tweet. So I don't know what we were watching, yeah. but we were watching a movie with Mary Steinbergen in it. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, she played in... in Step Brothers. She played she's in... She's the mom in Step oh. Brothers. She, <laughs> okay. She's the mom in Step Brothers. She played in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. She played in, I think, um, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, basically yeah. like the yeah. best movies ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's in a lot of stuff. Pass for life. Pass for life. Definitely. She's in a ton of great stuff. But what was funny was as we were watching the movie, I think it was something that was like later made, like, you know, later in her career. And I I was looking at her and I thought, geez, she's got to at least be 20 years later than when she made What's Eating Gilbert Grape, because I love that movie. Uh And um, she doesn't look a day older. And I was like, and uh, Ariel was there with us. And so we were like, yeah, he goes, "She's, she's really pretty. And I went... 
I don't know. Um, <laughs> is she pretty? As like, she's kind of just like decent looking. Wait, is it the mom? I gotta look this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah look her up. But she goes. Yeah. Yeah. So she's. I guess she's. Decent I was like, so what looking. would be better to be pretty for uh, a period of time or just to be decent looking forever? Because she clearly never ages. So I tweeted at her, if only I could be like at Mary Steinbergen and stay decent looking forever. <laughs> and so it, could be, it, was like a, it was kind of like a backhanded compliment, but if you read it without being in on it, you wouldn't really know that. And so you can kind of read it both ways, and she liked it. So then I checked my Twitter a couple hours later, and Mary Steinbergen liked it. Uh-huh. So which, I guess she ex- is she prefers to be decent looking forever. Yeah, which was just like, eh, I guess to be decent looking forever. <laughs> and it was just like, but if she read that, she could have been like, I've been decent looking forever. Yeah, like, that's like something that I'm you would read as like it's, mean yes, tweets on Fallon or something yes, or whoever does right. it. Yes, yes, that's what it <laughs> she like. would just read that one. <laughs> so, so basically what that meant was like, it's be average looking forever. Yeah, right. And so it was like a backhanded compliment. It was perfect. And the fact that she liked it was like, Oh, this mom. Yes. Oh, okay. I think she's pretty. I think she's very pretty. Let's see. Um, she yeah, was she born is. in 1953, so I think she'll accept decent looking at this Wait, point. was she also the mom in Elf? Yes, yes. she was. Yeah, okay. Right. I told you, she's, she's been the mom in She's everything. the mom in all the important movies. She's yeah. the classic mom. Yeah. She's a Karen. She is a Karen. <laughs> she's a Karen. Turtle Karen. <laughs> Which is, can, can we look up on Urban Dictionary real yeah, quick? Yeah, so what I Karen recently, I, so. Because I, I had not heard, I, I feel like I, I feel like I had heard it. I feel like I had heard that, but like kind of forgot about it oh because I don't God. talk about like a Karen. Like I don't know, when would I ever talk about that? You know what I mean? So I feel like I kind of generally remember it, but she kind of had to refresh my memory. So she goes on to Urban Dictionary, which we got to love Urban Dictionary because my name was always Why? Gooch growing up. And, you know, that's because Why? my because my older brother would call me Gucci Gucci Baby because he would go Gucci Gucci Goo and he called me Gucci Gucci Baby. <laughs> but my mom just recently, the wonderful, um, you know, speaker and thinker that my mom is, she goes, well, you know, you are kind of between a dick and an asshole. <laughs> so that she totally, like, that is the most savage thing because that's what a gooch is <laughs> yeah. now. Ow, cat's tacking my foot. It's hurting. <laughs> oh, just shoot her away. Good job, good I job. Think, um, it's a browse. Wants to be a guest on the yeah. Podcast. She wants to be a guest on the podcast. She just attacked my Sorry. foot. Yeah, so I'm paralyzed. My foot's hanging off, and she's attacking my foot. That's, so that, that was is not really cool. Mean. That was not cool, Mister Brown. I had you on my socks today. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. Gooch may have introduced me to Lamp and. Okay, she's being mean now. Oh, <laughs> Mister Brown. Let her outside. <laughs> That's it. Free the beast. Yeah. So. um I did not know what a Karen was. Like, I did, but, like, I needed my memory refreshed. Like, I kind of, like, I knew what she meant, but... So she goes on Urban Dictionary, and it says, Give, gives raisins to kids on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is a solid, Drive, solid Drives an SUV to carpool her kids to soccer practice, Better hope the ref doesn't make a wrong call because she will get sued. <laughs> Loves to use Snapgram to post her workout selfies. After a long day of talking to managers and driving her kids around, she sits down for her mom 
her mom friends at book sits down with her mom friends at book club to drink lots and lots of wine. That is a total Karen. So, yeah, shout out to the Karens out there who are, uh, you know, so- you know soccer you moms. You know who you are. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's pretty hilarious stuff. So definitely funny. Um, so it is Christmas, and uh, I'm very thankful to be here. Finishing out Christmas, we had a rocking two days. We partied with Brianna's family yesterday, partied with my family today, and it was really nice because I have been very cynical about the holidays, as you know from listening to my podcast, but um, Brianna has four younger brothers. I have three nieces now who are six, four, and what, six or seven months And it's kind of like bringing Christmas back around again because it's fun to see the little kids light up and open presents and just, you know, be like that. So, you know, I felt like that was... Did you have any little kids around for your... (laughs) I'm just miserable right now. I'm Grinch. (laughs) I really do that too. Don't you think that that may It's magical. It's nice. Like kids kids bring the magic to it. Yeah, they do. And so I thought that that was interesting when we were talking about it earlier because I was totally with you. I was like, fuck this holiday. Like, and when I say fuck this holiday, I mean like the consumer part of the holiday, the... The consumerism and like the just people being dicks to each other, and yeah. uh, what the was fast pacedness yes. is is stressful, and um, the expectations to get together yes. like can be stressful because like you like to get together with family and friends and stuff, but like a lot of people get sick during this time of year, so you're not feeling your best. Yeah. You have to get together and. Oh, well, I forgot to bring this dish, and like, oh no, I forgot to get a gift for Uncle John. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? And politics is dividing people right. and stuff the right now. So stuff. Grandpops and uncles and aunts yeah. and stuff are talking right. about it. It's like, did you see the thing about Trump? Yeah, did you see yeah. the end of peace? Yeah, yeah then it says all the peace. Before you know it, it's just like. didn't happen this year's. I don't think that happened at all with me, yeah, so that was good. good. But like, yeah, it's the stupidest stuff before you're done. You're like, you know what? I just freaking hate christmas and it's like wow i am the grinch that's why i said i relate but like i said then the kids man like something about hanging with their brothers seeing their excitement seeing their um and i gotta say they're great kids like her brothers are great kids my nieces are great kids they're all and they're just really like imaginative and seeing them use their imaginations is Mm -hmm. like it's inspiring to me. It's like you forget what an imagination is, you know? Like you yeah. forget what it is to just be silly. And like I had the best time wearing my cat socks today. Like I just thought that was awesome, you know? And I don't ever want to stop being like that. I just want to be a kid. Yeah. Not a kid, not in every single way, but like I always want to have that little bit of childlike wonder inside yeah. of yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to maintain, but but so... Let's talk about the dark side. Let's let's hear why why I feel so dark about it. Dark about what? About the holidays, because let's talk about the dark side. Oh, you know, when you're, I mean, the consumerism. Well, yeah, the consumerism. That's not fun. Yeah, that's like. Well, this year I'm really proud of myself. I didn't wait to the last minute to do all the shopping because okay. I remember last year, like the day before Christmas Eve, walking through New York, and I'm like, 
what was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Overwhelming. It was and then it causes way too much. Un, unwanted stress. Yeah, yeah. But this year I was a little bit more on top of it. I only did that for... I did go to the city the day before Christmas Eve. Wow. But I only had one one person as a mission. So that was good. Okay, so that's not Yeah, because I know I had to get one thing in the city. Okay. Something yeah. special. Oh, it was just for my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just knew where I had to well, get it, yeah. luckily, now that I'm dating Brianna, she's very organized and has an Amazon Prime account. And she just knocked out, boom, 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 a bunch oh, of people. Oh, there It's a nice go. way to put it, but I am addicted to Amazon Prime. She's so got an Amazon yeah. Prime That's addiction. easy, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was super stoked because me and my brothers went in on a new flat screen TV for my mom. Oh, that's so nice. She never asks for anything, like, ever. And we always get her, like, some slippers and, you know, like, some pajamas and some chocolates or something. And, you know, she had mentioned this TV or she was tired of TV. And, like, I had just gotten a really nice TV and, um, you know, maybe a year or two ago. And she loves it, raves about it, and how it's so easy to access. You know, it's a smart TV, so I can mm-hmm. get the Hulu and Prime and Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we all are around the Christmas tree, and we're open presents, and it's all kind of said and done. And then my brother's come in with this big flat screen, and she's just like, she what? She was definitely blown away and Oh, wow. And she That's just, nice. she totally deserves it and stuff. So She's I'm, a bomb. I'm yeah. super psyched about it. That's sweet, yeah. And uh, The past few years, I've shopped very local, like... Jersey City mm-hmm. kind of artists and like people that make stuff and that's more really smaller cool. businesses in New York. Yeah. So I've been kind of giving out quirky presents, like too quirky <laughs> for my family kind of presents I like the past three yeah. years because that's what I'm like into now. I love it. I like though. picking that's out awesome. more like thoughtful. What yes. were some of your quirky presents that you gave? Well, grandmoms are so hard to shop for. So I got her a succulent because she kept a plant alive that I got her years ago. And it's like five, ten times the size it was when I got it for her. Got her like, she drinks a lot of coffee. So I got her coasters by this artist that like made like coffee beans over like glitter in like a plastic coaster looking thing. like a resin type thing. Uh, Clear, I don't know. Looked more... She makes jewelry too. I don't know whatever the clear stuff is they use. I don't. Um, but that and like chocolate covered pretzels. Yeah, <laughs> chocolate covered pretzels are the best. Yeah, that's just like some of them. But um, like really good whoa, that almost went. Okay, I'm okay. Um, Speaking of which, I got a little salted chocolate caramel right here. I'm gonna start munching on. Nice. My <laughs> and yeah. if you want any, you guys can help yourselves there. Oh, drawer. thanks. <laughs> Are you talking to us or the audience? I'm talking to everybody. everybody. I brought enough for the whole class. Anybody who wants to come in and take a salted caramel from the drawer, ah. you're welcome to break into the house only for that purpose. No, 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 no. His address is. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so you're talking about your grandma. Nine, 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 yeah, nine, so nine. I got her those random things. Um, I got my pop-pop like a new comb. Oh, it's nice. like a handcrafted comb yeah. by like cool. vintage little case that's Hell made yeah. locally. Hell yeah, old school. Um, got my dad, like, he's really into air plants at the moment, so I got oh, him, like, this wow. big air plant fixture that was, like... What is fun. an air plant? Uh, just, like, plants that are not in dirt. You don't know what an air plant is? No, Do you see those, like, trendy, trendy little, like, like plants in, like, a terrarium? 
that don't have dirt in them. You just kind of like spray them to keep them alive. No, I haven't seen those. That sounds cool. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I know exactly what you're talking about. You have to show it to me afterwards. Yeah, he's been into those. I actually have wanted to get some of those. Got my sister a bottle of ginger whiskey made by like a Jersey City company. Dude, I want all the presents. Yeah, I'm such a great present person. Yeah, you are a good person. I love everything you're describing. Thanks. Um, So, A plus to you. It's cool to be thoughtful like that. I mean, people, you don't have to spend a lot of money. We were even talking about like next year. Next year, maybe doing like a challenge, like a twenty dollar challenge. You can only spend twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. Right. And, like, how far can you stretch that 20 bucks and what can you get? Right, like, what can you, it could be one thoughtful present or you could, try, you could make it five little things, whatever, but it's just, it's not about how much you get or, like, how big yeah. it is. It's just about the thought, you know? We don't have to feel that cash. She wants to get back in here. Yeah. Mitzah Brow has been a guest on this podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has totally been a guest on this podcast. So, another Christmas present to me was the fact that John Frusciante... <laughs> Is rejoining the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which Not I'm super, super excited about, and uh, thought that was a really cool thing. And you sent me that uh, news. I know. That- I found out before you did. Yeah, <laughs> with by chance, everybody at the company was very surprised. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They didn't even know about it, huh? Some people did, okay. the key players. But yeah, everybody gotcha. was like, what? <laughs> well, I am very excited about that. And um, hopefully they are making some new music. Um, I have a feeling what they would do is probably make some new music with John, put it out. And I don't then, know what they did. And probably go on tour. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I think that's what they would do. And I'm just happy because... It's a typical cycle. I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And that was like super exciting for me to hear because, um, you know, I I like Josh Klinghoffer and I thought he's a great, like, for what they did, like, he, there wasn't anybody that could have done a better job than him, than mm-hmm. what he did. He did a great job, but, you know, I'm just such a fan of John Frusciante and, like, he's in my top five guitarists of all time. Oh, wow. Like, he's literally mm-hmm. in my, because he is just so creative and, like, his melodic lines and stuff like that, so I'm super, super into him. Uh, so it was like really exciting because like when he's not playing with the Chili Peppers, he's not really putting out anything. Yeah. And like his solo stuff is more acoustic driven and, uh, just kind of, you know, um, not John ripping on a Strat through a Marshall, which is like what I want to hear. So I'm super, super excited about that. And, uh, I've been listening to a lot of different music. We've been kind of, um, going through a whole this cat is got, wants to be on this podcast more than anything, and that's okay by me. But she's crawling all over me. So for those of you at home who <laughs> are wondering why. I've never licked my cat before, so I'm like. <laughs> Maybe we should like explain. How about you tell the history of Mitzah Brow? Well, you did that on a show before, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did that on a yeah. show. Did I told the history of Mitzah Brow. Right. Go back go back and find that episode. You have to listen to all the episodes. Yeah, you got to listen to all the episodes. But, but <laughs> hey, why not? You know, it'll be a good time. This is an Easter egg. Yeah, it's a little Easter egg hidden in there. So, um, but yeah, we've been li- I've been listening to a lot of new music and getting inspired. I got a new record coming out in March, which I'm ex- I'm super excited about, and I'm already writing a whole bunch of new tunes. And uh, Brianna's been writing some music with me, and uh, I'm I'm just really magic. I'm really enjoying me. Like I'm really enjoying. A lot of times it's you know, and I have been a little, you know, low and had some depression and 
you know, since the winter set in, it always kind of hits me, but um, I find if you can be creative and proactive and stuff like that, it's, you know, good to push through. Mm-hmm. You ever feel that way? You ever feel like, I know you kind of get... <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely go on... Crash in the winter. Yeah, winter, you know, I mean, like, I'm, like, crashing right now, and uh, my leg also fell asleep. <laughs> oh, um, anyway you need to. But, uh, I yeah, I feel legs. like... I don't know. This year was like not uh, not an on point hat. Like this is the hardest year I ever worked in my life. Yeah, I'm very tired from the year. Okay. Little bit of like relationship trouble around the holidays is never fun either. No, no. no. But you know, good company. Since my last day of work Mm -hmm. on December twentieth, I have had wine and cheese plates like every night. Very good therapy yeah. <laughs> with like good company, or that's, you know, that actually sounds really nice. Yeah, <laughs> so that's probably a good refresher. When do you have to go back to work? January 6th. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah I am like, that's a that's good Christmas nice. break. Yeah, yeah, she's got she's got a couple weeks off too. Not I, sh- good, I, I shut down too, like, I purposely shut down and like just focus on like being creative. Um, Bree's mom just gave me a whole new paint set. So oh, that's I'm going to do some painting. Um, I'm going to do some writing. I've already been writing some new songs, like playing some guitar. Um, I got Bria mandolin, so it's just been great sitting yeah. around, like, hearing her play that and just, like, you yeah. know, just, It's you nice know. to have the time off when you have, yeah. like, all that, like, brain activity going on yeah. because it's, like, you can channel it somewhere then because For if sure. you're, like, stressed during the work day and you're, like, right, got to go home, meal prep, go to sleep, uh, you don't have time yeah. to, like, channel all that, like, negative yeah. energy or whatever energy right. into, like, something creative, so... Right. And like you said, with the time rela- off's good. <laughs> yeah, with like having like relationship problems stuff like that, it's really good to have a podcast or you know music or mm-hmm. art or something to dive into and you know process those emotions through your art. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I feel like I process my emotions. And a lot of times, I'll write a song, and then six months later, I'll look back and be like, "Wow, I was foreshadowing something I didn't even realize at the time." And, you know, it's just like a cathartic way to get things yeah. out. That's so funny you say that. I've had that same experience where I'll have, like, written a song and don't know exactly why I'm writing those feelings. And I'll look back and see, like, oh, I was trying to express this. Or I'll write that with a poem. Or even at the moment, I'll write the song or the poem. And I'll be like, oh, that's what I'm feeling right now. So it's, like you said, very cathartic. Very therapeutic. It is, it is. And I, so one thing I wanted to do was um, I wanted to just go around and each one of us name someone new or something interesting that we list some new music that we've been listening to, a new artist, and uh, maybe describe why you've been listening to them or like what what about their music is like uh, Ooh, appealing I to you. I have more than one. I have more than one. Well, of course, <laughs> more than one. Well, you know, for right mm, now, let's just right. pick one. Like, so, <laughs> um, who wants to start? Brandy, you want to start? No. You Does the artist have to be new or, or can it just be who we're kind of listening to? It doesn't to have now. to be a brand new artist, but it could okay. be some. I'm talking about someone new you may just have just discovered. Okay. It could be someone like from the 60s, but you just discovered their music and right. like have cool. been kind of listening to them. Um, for me, um, and you could do one or two or three artists or whatever, but, um, yeah, I think we need a couple. Um, like for me, I was, yeah. Okay. So like three right now that I would say, um, I'm very, very into is one is a guy named Michael Kiwanuka. 
Okay. And he's a singer-songwriter. Um, I see his name everywhere. Oh, he's... <laughs> oh, do yeah. you? That's interesting. He's got... He's just got a great soul sound and, like, a little singer-songwriter, a little little bit of blues rock. Like, it's it's just a great sound. He's got Has a, some soul in there. Yeah, it's I've killer voice. Well. Killer voice. Yeah, I've really been digging into some soul music. So, the stuff I was playing before for you was the Black Pumas, which okay. they just have another soul, soul yeah, sound. I dig them. Wolfpack, which I'm sure everybody knows Wolfpack at this I'm point. Like, they're killing it. <laughs> well, I won't go into in depth on Wolfpack, but, um, and the fantastic Negrito. Have you heard of him? Hmm. Killer, killer stuff. And, Something. Wait, how many have you just listed? Like five? it was four. It was four. Oh, it, it was three. It was three. It was all right. It was three and a half. Well, I could do that. that. <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of moonshine at this point, and it's starting to kick in. That's um, definitely true. Anyway, and so is the edible that I ate and the bowl that I smoked. Yeah, you so. just you did just eat an edible. Yeah. I'm feeling good, y'all. Come on, it's Christmas. We got a we got a little more time. We got like ten more Winter minutes. Limit. Ten, ten more, more minutes. Okay. Ten more minutes is of Christmas. No, but I'm just saying we got ten more minutes until Christmas is over, technically. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, keep up here. That's I'm good. sorry. I don't, I'm just slow on the uptake. Yeah, but <laughs> the artist that I listed, and I'll say it was three and a half because I'm not going to go in depth on Wolfpack. I'll let you talk about Wolfpack. No, no, no. You talk about Wolfpack. Um, you know more than me. Please. Okay, well. Plus, you had to go ahead and list five artists, so let's just let you be the star. All right, well, then I'll I'll lump Black Pumas and Michael Kiwanuka together because they just have a really great, soulful sound. Um, soft and elegant at times. Very, uh, I mean, it just feels like it's very well produced, and it feels like very nostalgic, like, you know, old school Otis Redding, uh, Marvin Gaye, uh, you know, mixed with, like, you know, maybe some 90s people like uh, David Gray or something like that. And just a really good sound. Um, and then I listed, I guess Wolfpack would be the other one. And I forget who the other one was. Some oh. really weird long oh, name. Oh, the Fantastic Negrito. Oh, the Fantastic Negrito. And he, I could lump him with them too. He's a little more rocking and blues, but he's got soul. But what I like about him, and I mentioned this in the last podcast, is he does like stuff where he'll have like chains and stomps and he'll do his voice like and like kind of loop that and sing over it and it's just like a cool chain gang kind of feel which i really dig it is almost like a throwback to that chain gang sound like kind of reminds me of a a chain gang that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. You cut. Um, but but uh, yeah, and then finally Wolfpack, a bunch of guys who are went to school out in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and Joe Dart, Corey Wong, uh, Theo Katzman, Jack Stratton, Joey Dosick, um, Anthony. Uh, oh, I can't believe his name. Well, anyway, I mean, I'm lucky I remember those names, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, those guys are friggin' amazing. There's other guys who are in the band too, probably. But it's like a super group kind of. They, um, they like they all have little side projects. Like we're gonna go see Theo Katzman in February. Oh, cool! And yeah. he's got he's just a fantastic. He sounds like when he does falsetto, he almost sounds like Michael Jackson. Oh wow! It, it's like his falsetto is incredible. He's a great voice, but even more so than how great his voice is, he's a really good songwriter. Great songwriter. Yeah. He's got a great grasp on chords. He plays drums. He's a killer drummer, 
And Wolfpack is just like a super group of all these guys who have side projects, like Corey Wong has his own thing. And uh, they just are some of the most incredible funk, really just straight up funk musicians. And, uh, but have a great, um, just a great grasp on old school stuff. They've really done their research on like the history of certain people. Um, some of those famous bands that would like do all the Motown records. I forget some of their names, but there's like certain uh, like Stax records yeah. and certain like different recording studios where the musicians on Aretha Franklin's stuff and Otis Redding's stuff and all these different people is all the same yeah. band. Mm -hmm. So these guys wanted to mimic themselves in kind of like that that yeah. form as being known like that. And they went from, you know, a few years ago, I'm watching their videos on YouTube to now they're selling out Madison Square Garden. Dope. So to see them go from where they started, it just felt really cool. So yeah. those are my bands, Wolfpack, Black Pumas, Michael Kiwanuka, and the fantastic Negrito. <laughs> so who's, go who's going next? You go. Okay. okay. Um, you got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, this year was weird. Oh. Oh. Um... Is it disrespectful to take one bite of a cookie? Because I didn't want to like chomp in the microphone, but I, Brandy no, brought over. I already ate chocolate. I already yeah, some really awesome cookies. <laughs> I'm just looking at it and literally salivating. Yeah. So yeah, do it. Sorry guys, I'm doing it. Right, back to back to Brandy. Um. Okay, I'm just gonna go with like artists I've listened to a million times this year. Um, oh I really like this band. Emil. Did you count? One, I know there's one, three. No, did you count one million times that you listened? Well, no, but <laughs> I just know. I'm sorry. I just know. I've been drinking. Um, Amel and the Sniffers is like a punk rock band out of like Australia. It. Say it one more time. Amel and the Sniffers. It's A M Y L okay. and the Sniffers. Um, coming out of Australia, like I went to one of their baby shows in New York City, like at Baby's All Right. Um, went to go try to see him a second time in New York and it was sold out immediately. So wow. I'm like, all right, cool. I see how it is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I just like, I liked him before they even put a record out. They only had like four songs on the internet. I'm like, this is fucking dope. Like, how'd you find out about him? Ooh, um, that's a good question. I can't remember. I was either following a photographer online or some kind of magazine punk rock magazine it just got like went through yeah. my my yeah. my wormhole of gotcha. things i follow gotcha yeah that's cool that's that's which is cool because like, but like i wasn't even i didn't even have to listen to them first i just liked what the lead singer was doing and the then i listened and i'm yeah. like whoa this is fucking rad so <laughs> i've been like super pumped about them and like i love their first record front to back they're just like really dirty crusty like Australian punk rock, like wow. I love it. And when punk has great vocals, it's I, I feel like yeah, it just she really is a badass apart. bitch. I yeah. like her a lot. And then she's I like really yeah, she's also like really um, integrated with like people in the sorry New York City scene, like in the same kind of like category. Which I'm not too much of a fan of their stuff, but I didn't really get into it. But it's just different vibes. I don't really like the New York vibe, but I really like the Aussie vibe, as pretentious as that sounds. Yeah, um, that, that's, it's like, that's interesting though like that yeah that i just like, like i whole... felt like i related to that like subculture more than i did in the the new york city one i guess okay, whatever cool. their subculture is like you know they're punk rock and what i'm it, not yeah, like what, i have yeah, a whatever. job and like i can pay my bills you know what yeah. i mean they can you know for sure but like i love their music and i like support them in that way but um uh 
I really like another band from Australia too that came across this in a similar way. I was following a very, very, very small PR company out of New York City, I think, or somewhere called Beehive PR. And they posted about this band, the Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. And they happen to be on the bill with a lot of other bands. These are some crazy. Again, <laughs> again, that's again, that's psychedelic porn crumpets. Porn crumpets. Yeah, that's crazy. super rad orchestral, crazy guitars, and wow. like very. There, I, I always say they sound like a the birth child of like Dead Meadow, which is like a psychedelic shoegaze rock band. So, or yeah, Dead Meadow. <laughs> Where do you get these? <laughs> Shoegaze? Was that a... Shoegaze. Shoegaze. <laughs> so Dead Meadow meets like Diarrhea Planet. You're where you're also... Like, I'm sure oh. all my followers are, are, are right there with you. So keep going. <laughs> but no, I'm serious. Check out these bands. You'll know, yeah, be like, I'm wow. A, like, no, I'm excited because it opens Not up really my like, taste, yeah, but they're yeah. really good. Yeah. Like they're not like crap. Yeah, I wouldn't steer anybody the wrong way. But so That's psychedelic sure. porn crumpets are really good. And like I went to go see them live and like it was a weird crowd. Like I was probably one of the oldest people there. And there were people like mosh pitting at this weird like psychedelic concert. I was like, this is weird. But it's not but it's like powerful guitars. I don't know, it was cool. That's I was crazy. like, this is actually really neat and fun. <laughs> um Respect. and then another <laughs> band I'm really listening to. Can it be someone I've listened to that's been around for a while? No, disqualified. Oh, it has to be brand new. No, I said. It oh, could, I don't know. I said it can be like something old or just something, whatever. It, don't worry about it. He's there oh, are he's no drunk. rules. There are no rules here um, at Gucci's house. Well, I'm gonna put it this way. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I've been listening to a playlist a lot this year. Ah. I'm gonna twist gonna your rules a little thing, bit. So don't. Okay. Do so my roommate go. turned rules me on to this playlist. She listens to it on. SoundCloud because it's released on a weekly basis with like an X amount of songs, but okay. I listen to it on Spotify where it's okay. just a pool of two thousand hours of music and it's all B sides of like random sixty stuff and like Wow, that it, sounds cool. I'll get stoned like on the weekend or on a regular night. <laughs> and um That's but weekends like my cool. stoner time because like on Friday uh, nights, like I always clean my whole apartment listening to this playlist. Wow. And I'll like playlist every song that makes me stop in my tracks. So I listen to this playlist called Reverbation Radio, and it's like crazy shit. I think I may have heard of that, but I don't think I've ever listened yeah. to it. It's good. Well, good. That, so I'm, that is I'm actually super... my artist because I've discovered a lot of crazy no, stuff. That's that. a good recommendation. Yeah. yeah, I'm super pumped because I love to get recommendations for people who like listen to a little bit different genres yeah, and stuff and like that. All, because, like there's a and then I get song them, on there. Yeah, like, get, there's makes, stuff on yeah. there that like you can, you might listen, you know, there's Grateful like, Dead songs yeah. on there that you may have like been B-side. But there's stuff on there, but it's also like a lot of like Indian music and also French music wow. and like right. like Spanish like you know it's great it's and cool stuff it's called Reverb Nation it, Reverbation it, Radio Reverbation yeah. Reverbation like masturbation yep okay <laughs> yeah. thanks for that exactly like that that, that <laughs> is how I will remember it Reverbation uh, masturbation somebody's drunk hey I'm alright and all it's right. not brandy <laughs> hey, and it's not brandy it's moonshine well it's like 50% alcohol and when I've had about you've had enough peach moonshine when you, t- right. when you get uh, I'm you cut off 
when you get tipsy, you tell dad jokes. Oh, <laughs> wow. Is that telling dad jokes? I think Perverted so. dad jokes. Is it like masturbation? Yeah, yes. He tells dad jokes. That was low, that like, low brows, low hanging fruit, wasn't it? It was. Here are, I'm your jokes get myself. really like bad. Wow. I don't think they're ever start that great, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm critical on myself. But, well, now it's. Now it's what's the beep's turn. Yeah. Yeah, what the beep. All right, so what the beep, what you got for All us? All right, so I wrote mine down. Wow, that was crazy. I don't remember setting an alarm on my yeah. clock. And the alarm is saying that it is it's officially, it's officially it's no sober. longer Christmas. It feels the same, though. It does. I still We're feel extending Christmas. Yeah. We're extending Christmas. Well, you know how you, there's like spring ahead? Well, there's yeah. Christmas sustained. Christmas sustained. I liked it. Thanks. All right. So anyway, for that interruption, um, mine are, well, Ryan introduced me to, um, further introduced me to the Dave Matthews band this year. Like I had heard their basic hits like crash into me and stuff like that, but he really got me more into the Dave Matthews band. But Some of the deeper cuts. Okay. The deeper ones. I'm, I'm on her level where I just know the hits. It's yeah. really <laughs> worth looking no. into. No, and it's funny because like a lot of people... Dave gets a bad rap, you know what I mean? Especially now nowadays because, um, you know, like he... In his heyday, like when I was growing up, it was like a phenomenon. And mm-hmm. like to go to a Dave concert was an experience. Yeah. It wasn't just about the music. It was about the tailgating. It was about... The camaraderie, the crowd, like the way Dave would speak to the audience, and like really, like the the band is fantastic. Well, they were, they still are, but just now it's like a little bit more. Uh, I don't know, just like any other band, you know, that's been together for a long time, you kind of start to be like, you know, their first and second album was good, but like, <laughs> you know, now they're. 16th album and it's just you know it kind of gets lost yeah. in the shuffle sort but, of like Coldplay I mean, yeah. they've been together since what the 90s yeah. I mean so like it's amazing that they're they only I don't know when they broke up but it was Even like though, after a long long time and um so yeah so anyway so you were so saying Dave with Matthews. your Dave Matthews yeah. and your and your list of some of the more deeper cuts yeah so anyway um but specifically Dave Matthews has a solo album called Some Devil and it's really, really good. You should look up the album Some Devil. It's every song on it's good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a very relaxing and introspective album to listen to. So I like that one. Um, another person I... Well, before you move on, I just oh, wanted yeah, to okay. say that album, what makes, to me, makes that album so great, which I wish Dave would do more, is that album was... He did a tour called Dave and Friends, and that album... Mm-hmm. Um, he did without his band. He did it with all studio, I mean, different musicians. Mm-hmm. He had Trey Anastasio from Fish on guitar. Oh, wow. He I had, could definitely see that influence. Yeah, he had like really cool uh, drum, bass, keys player, and it just had a totally different sound. And so it was like I like to see artists kind of take a little more risks. I think that's I think that's why I've probably grown out of Dave Matthews but will always have a place in my heart for Dave Matthews because I grew up on it I've been to like 25 concerts but okay. wow. but yeah some, that's a lot I didn't realize that yeah Some Devil check out that album it's a great really album really good album so your, your next one would be uh, my next one would be Mac Miller because somehow I missed him uh, I don't know it happens it does it happens and it's funny like I hit up all my friends like he was new or something and they're like yeah we all heard of him we knew when he died. Like, that was a whole experience for us. I'm like, yeah. 
well, I'm really sad he's dead because he's so good. And they're like, yeah, we all said that too. But anyway, so I'm probably just talking to you guys and you're all thinking like, yeah. You're an idiot. But, I haven't listened to him, to be honest. Well, you should. Okay. <laughs> He's really, really great. And specifically, I like the album Swimming. But Yeah, which, is, which, was, his, which was his latest album, the last album he did. Because um, if you listen to his early stuff, it's very hip-hoppy and uh, old school. And then, like, he, he's been through a lot of different things in, in his music anyway. And in his life, he had an addiction problem. And that's what he died from. and right. An overdose. But... In his la- in that last album he did, he used a bass player by the name of Thundercat, okay. and his band, and they're like super just amazing jazz like heavy yeah. soul musicians, and so the music and the beats for that album are just and like just the way he sings yeah. and raps, it's like mm-hmm. real laid back, chill, like what they would almost call chill hop, but like with really good Definitely lyrics. Definitely has that kind of vibe. You could re- you can relate to the lyrics as like someone like us who kind of grew up middle class and uh-huh. just, you know, Definitely. deals with things that, yeah. you know, like, like are kind of urban suburban middle class and some of his lyrics are really profound and um I don't know, I feel like he really kind of what's sad to me is I yeah. feel like that album, he really found himself musically. Like yeah. he made big steps, and also he expressed a lot of emotion and pain in that album. So when you hear his lyrics, it's not surprising. You can see a struggle. Yeah, you hear it. And also, we watched a Tiny Dust concert of him, and it's just like you could see how sweet and kind of like shy he shy, was. Shy, introverted. Like, kind of breaks my heart looking Aww. at him. So yeah. yeah, it's a great album. Kind of emotional for me, honestly. Yeah. You know, but. And then my last one was um, I've been listening to a lot of Sting and the Police working together. Oh, hell yeah. Really, really good. Um, Englishman in New York is a really good song. Um, Driven to Tears. Oh, that's another one that's really mm-hmm. good. Driven to Tears. Do you like which, the police? I do. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, those are all mine. Yeah. The police are the shit. Sting is the man. And I have a lot of respect for him. His bass playing, his songwriting ability, his singing, mm-hmm. it's all phenomenal. Like I love the police. They're yeah. like so good. And the fact that they were able to like take rock and reggae and mix it together the way that they did. Uh, for some English white guys, they uh, sure did a hell of a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know. But uh well it's been a blast. Um I think we gave these people enough of an <laughs> earful of our bullshit for the night. Well, and you know what? before we go, let's give them our, our Twitters because uh, <laughs> Brandy and I we, right, right. we briefly mentioned in the beginning, but we've got some pretty radical Twitters if you want to see our <laughs> weird rambling. So I'm mm. at Beat McGriddle and Brandy, what's yours? Uh just at Brandy Lucas. Brandy with an I, Lucas with a K. Okay, <laughs> and I am at Ryan Gooch Nelson. I think. Are you? I believe so. I'm pretty sure you are. Okay. I yeah. believe it's Ryan Gooch Nelson is my Twitter handle. Yes. So make sure hey, you follow you. us because we are um, currently trying to be more active on Twitter <laughs> and would love to interact with you guys. It's a really fun place. It's it's probably the easiest place to just have fun interaction and commentary and banter. If you have any questions for us, you know, and uh, Brandy's podcast, again, is going to hell. Brandy is going to hell. Brandy is going to hell, and that's Brandy with an I at the end. <laughs> and we have uh, Brianna's What the Beep. Yes. You just search What the Beep with a question mark? No, just What the Beep. <laughs> no question mark. No, okay. There's no question about it. No question about it. I like it. And uh, you can check out 
this podcast because you're already probably listening to it. So you know where the fuck to find it. All right, then. You all have a good night. Have a Merry Christmas. Even though it's over. It is over. Merry Christmas next year. We're, yeah. we're doing it early. Merry so, Christmas. Merry, <laughs> Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. No, my classic.